October at 7 p.m. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's nine minutes after eight. It's that time on a Friday when we kick back, we relax, we take it easy, and we listen to people, people whom inspire us, uh, people whom we've always held in high regard, those who make us laugh. And, 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 and we've had a variety of people on the show. And this morning, one of those people whom, yeah, I personally am very honored to be speaking to this morning. Veteran journalist and editor in our Johannesburg studio, Matata Tsedu. And he's a household name when it comes to print news. And this veteran journalist is highly regarded in the media industry, both in South Africa and abroad. And he started his career or maybe I shouldn't even say where his career started, because why should I be telling his story? But Atat Zedu, thank you so much for coming through. No, thank you, Sakina, for having me here. Well, I've waited for this moment for a very, very long time because... I have no idea why. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to know. Because, um, you know, as I said to you, I think, you know, just looking at you, your face, you, you, you seem like that person back in the day who could have gotten up to all sorts of things. But you were born, grew up in Limpopo, but take us back to it. Tell us more, because one of the things that I found curious is that here's someone um, who has spent, you know, just about the bulk of his life in this industry. And yet when you tried to get information, it was rough. So it doesn't matter, though, because he's here to tell the story himself. So where were you born? Where did you grow up? Who were your parents, your family, your siblings? Yeah, I, I was born somewhere in 1952. Uh, we don't know the actual date. There is obviously a date now in the ID book, um, which is the 23rd of June. But uh, that is just a date that uh, has to be there. In reality, we don't know when I was born. So you'll remember that in the olden days, uh, when you went to school, they would say, so when were you born, you give a date. And then the following year, another teacher wants to know when you were born. You don't remember what you said to the (laughs) teacher last year. You get a new born date. (laughs) Uh, I remember, uh, uh, I wasn't the only one like that. I remember a friend of mine who said he was born on the 31st of June and the teacher said, listen, (laughs) It's not that you fasted, June. <laughs> but that wasn't me. Um, <laughs> so at some point, I had a date like uh, February 12th as my date of birth. Uh, um, and then I lost my ID, applied for a new one. The new one came with June 23rd. And I thought, should I go and insist that it should be reverted back to 12th of, of February? I said, but what's the difference? Maybe this is the correct one. <laughs> so I left it like that and went through all the emotions. But I was born then uh, on whatever date in 1952. My parents uh, were Womabungu and Bumuope Tedu. My mother uh, is actually from the royal blood of uh, Hachwase. She's the daughter of uh, King Ramaremi Hachwase, who was a very big uh, person there. So when you talk to me, you really have to understand that there's some blue. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 
there must be some cutting, cutting and stuff that you do. I, I have noted it. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> I was born on, on a farm. Uh, my father and my mother lived in a township called Masagani at uh, Makado, which was known as Luitrechat. But... Uh, uh, when my mother was pregnant with me uh, and I was due to appear, she went to my aunt's place and this is where I made my appearance. And, um, <clears throat> um, and when, when, once I was born there, there was a guy who used to come there to drink uh, uh, home brew. So um, one day he walks into this place where he knows the brew is and uh, my aunt says to him, no, 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 don't go in there. There's a, a baby there. We don't know where you've been, what you're carrying. <laughs> yeah, you know. And he says, well, is he a boy or a girl? And they say, no, it's a boy. So he says, no, then I'll give him my name. Uh, his name will be Johannes Matata. Uh, and he puts a 10 cents there. Uh, and before that, I was in the chain. And Ndicheni died, and Matata became my name uh, for that 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who I've been. Uh, uh, and we grew up, uh, we lived in this township called Masagan, which was a freehold town uh, area like Sophia Town and District 6. So when the District 6 stuff and Sophia Town stuff was happening, with the removals, uh, it also happened in in Luitrichat, and my father decided we were not going into this new township that was being built, and he took me off to a village. Now, having been used to being in town, I was a, a bit of a urban slicky mm. guy. The, the idea of spending my time look, uh, walking behind goats was not really funny for me. <laughs> so we had quite a difficult time, me and my father, uh, trying to keep me uh, in, uh, in, in this rural area. But uh, <clears throat> looking back now, uh, that really gave me a lot of grounding in understanding a lot of things. Uh, yeah. And school, what was school like? Because uh, there's an interesting story there too. Um, I started school uh, 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 in uh, Lüttrichat at a Roman Catholic uh, uh, school. Um, And um, that's where I did my sub A and sub B. Um, And then... I went to this village. Um, I, I wasn't uh, the best of uh, uh, pupils. I was not the sort of person that any teacher would say, you must be like Matat. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Uh, they, they would always be saying, don't ever be like him. Because I, I, I really found school quite boring. Uh, and I would go on Monday and then on Tuesday I wouldn't go. And then I would go on Wednesday and they would beat me up for not being there on Tuesday and I would use the fact that I was beaten up uh, as a reason for not going on Wednesday, on Thursday. So so my beating up just uh, perpetuated itself because of uh, what I was doing. Um, <clears throat> but I wasn't the most stupid uh, kid in class, so that also helped in, in, in that I was passing anyway. So what did you want to be when you were young, when you were growing up? At some point when I really tried to work out what I want to be, I thought I should be a doctor. Um, um, I wasn't bad at maths and uh, sciences and and stuff, but um, um, 
my father lost his job. He was a petrol attendant. My mother died when I was five. So I was brought up by my sisters. Um, and when we moved into the village, a whole host of old ladies uh, uh, in the village uh, became my mother. Uh, and I keep on saying to people living back home that I am the epitome of the uh, expression that says uh, it takes a village to raise a child. I am the child of, of that village. Um, when I'm back there, I'm not Matata, uh, this Matata that uh, is of interest for Sakina. I am just <laughs> that boy. Uh, and uh, I, I, f- I find it much easier uh, when I'm there. And uh, most of them are, are, are going, they are dying. And I go to the funerals and speak about the role that they played in my life, which was a huge role about um, uh, them making even food available for me. Uh, when my father lost his job, there would be time at home when we wouldn't have food, nothing at all. For about two weeks, there would be nothing. Um, <clears throat> but there wouldn't be a day that I would sleep without uh, uh, eating because without any broadcast of our situation, everybody would know and they would make sure that uh, there is something for me to eat. Uh, and so... The, the, the spirit of Ubuntu, caring for people who are less privileged than yourself, has been implanted in me uh, through that interaction with the uh, old ladies in the village who were giving me what they actually even didn't have. Um, and one of them, uh, I would go back and say, what do you want now that I was now this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And she would say, no, no, no. I mean, just buy me some Tommy takeies. Uh, 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 and, and I would have wanted her to say something big that would challenge my ability to, to give it to her. But she didn't. She didn't want anything really quite fancy. She, just, she was just happy that I am who I am now. And that, how much of an impact, how much of an influence has that been on Matata Tsedu that we know today? Because it makes more sense to me now, listening to that story, uh, the person you are now, just how warm a person you are, just how accommodating you are. And, you know, that father figure, the the, the, the care that you've shown to so many of us in this field. I've got um, a tweet here from Western Musima. It says, I grew up knowing that Ntate Tsedu is a renowned journo. His work and contribution speaks volumes, and he is the reason that I'm in the media to date. And more than that, you know, I remember the first time when, when you called me, I was like, ah, my life is made. Matata Tzedu called me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I I think the manner in which I grew up has shaped who I am. Uh, I I care about people who have nothing uh, because it reminds me of where I was. And I always say to people that I hope I never forget where I come from, uh, because that will mean that I will also extend the same hand that was extended to me. I am what I am today because other people 
extended a hand to me and they were doing so not out of the comfort of luxury but in the midst of their own poverty mine was like the rock bottom and they would give me whatever little they have so when i uh, uh, in the stories that i i went after even when i started being uh, uh, a journalist the issues of pain of people was always very paramount so when for example the um uh, mr forster uh, a farmer at just outside Chakuma there in Levubu, uh, killed uh, Eric Sambo uh, because Eric had accidentally uh, trampled on two puppies with the, uh, uh, the tractor uh, and he was beaten to death. Um, uh, and just before he died, he was taken to the police who locked him into a cell where he died instead of locking the people who did what they did to him. That story moved me, and I worked on it like it was my religion, uh, to just make sure that even though uh, Eric is dead, um, his death must be an example to everybody else that you, you, you just don't do that. So it became quite a celebrated case. It went in, even into parliament. There was an attempt to even impeach the judge who, uh, having been a member of the Africans, uh, Viers, uh, um, what were they Viers called? No, no, it wasn't that. that. It was uh, the, the foster group that was supporting the Nazis at the time. <clears throat> Um, had even blamed Eric that if Eric had not killed the dogs, Foster would not have any reason to beat him up. You know, so th- 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 those sort of things, uh, um, I-, I-, I would drive through the night. I would not sleep. Try and find Eric's relatives, interview them, get their story out to a point where. Um, the Sun newspaper in London raised 70,000 rands, which was given to uh, Mrs. Sambo to help her uh, with, with, with the kids that were left now fatherless. So the, the point really is just that it's the fact that I grew up in the manner in which I grew up shaped the way in which I relate to stories. Uh, and... If if there is a choice of going to a gala dinner and uh, going to do a story about some people who are in dire straits, for me, as they say in the ad, the choice is quite clear. Matata Tedu is whom we are speaking to this morning, and I see uh, people already on the line wanting to speak to you. 891 SMS us on three four seven zero one, or you can tweet or Facebook AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. Funani in East London. Good morning. Morning, Sakina. My only toy toy today is that this interview should have been in September. You know, September is the only better month of the of the year, <laughs> and I suspect that maybe that it was born in September. Now that <laughs> well, he can always change it again. Yeah, September. All the better people, you know, were born in September. September. I agree with that one. <laughs> maybe September. Maybe September twelfth. Eh, for now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good day. That's a good day. You and Steve Biko yeah. can both be happy about that one. What I want to say is, again, those of us who were lucky, I was born in Kuso in Kalsenville, and those of us who were lucky happened to join the Black Consciousness Movement. 
and those who were lucky went to school because at the time there was no schooling, right, in the township. Schools were being vandalized by cutters and so on. Then around 1992, if not 1991, there was a column which was, I think, on Wednesday, the Black Eye. Was it Wednesday or Friday? It was Friday. It was Friday because Wednesday was heartbeat, right? Mm. So it was Friday. So we were forced by... I was also a member of a drama group, a, a director of mine who also recruited me to the Black Consciousness Movement as well, particularly, forced us to read the black, the black Eye because it was a reflection of our lives as black people. It was an interpretation of the Black Consciousness. So because of that article, many of us started to live an upright life. We were convinced that our life was shaped by a system that wanted us to be nothing, so we're to divide it. So Ntatema Tadatsedu assisted many of us. I'm here today, I'm a graduate, I'm a professional, because of the contributions of many people like you. I congratulate you, my Tawa. Thank you for your contribution to our life. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Funani in East London. Solly's calling from Cape Town. Good morning, Solly. Morning, Sakina, and to my dear friend Matata. We grew up together in that so-called little town. Oh, yeah, you also from that part of the world, Solly. Yes, and Matata will tell you what we went through and what a, what a man. What are you doing in Cape Town, <laughs> You know, this is migration, what they call, like you. You are a refugee. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a refugee, you're right. Those are the things that you'll never get away with. Ellen's greatest mistake, calling us <laughs> refugees. How are you, my brother? No, I'm fine, Soli. It's, it's so good to hear you on the radio. I just want Sakina in the world to know that this is a real legend. And like all the turning points in our life, Matata will tell you the turning point of Louis Trichardas when they beat up the poor kids in the park. Yeah, it was the AWB. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, just for sitting in the park, uh, yeah. there were kids who uh, a church group that had gone into in, into town on a picnic, and the AWB just mobilized uh, and went and beat up these kids. Some were really horribly injured and had to be taken to hospital. And the uh, mayor at that time defended the action that it was the correct thing. They were not supposed to be there. Yeah. Matata, it's great talking to you again. We've spent a lifetime together. You're a legend and we love you. No, sure. Thanks. Thank you, Solly. Um, uh, Joshua, you're in Pulukwane. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? You're great. Thanks. And you? I'm, I'm all right. And good morning to Mr. Tzoro. My, my story is short. I, I dumped on his email. He, will not, he may not remember. And I was still working for the small newspaper called the Northern Times. I emailed him um, looking for a job and two, three days after I received a call from city president I must come for an interview. I didn't get the job because I was just too nervous. I mean, remember I, I used the taxi to go to, to Johannesburg and so on. But what I want to say is that I am grateful that I sent an email to this legend um, and I was nobody. I mean, he may know the Northern Times. I mean, it was like four, eight pages, um, a weekly newspaper. He gave, he gave me an opportunity, um, you know, for an interview. And for that, I'm grateful. Now I was able to become a spokesperson of the provincial department. Now I, I work for government. There, there is some stride from where I was. But 
what I want to say is that I am grateful for for the opportunity, and I I have always, um, you know, regarded him in in serious regard. And may God bless him. May God continue to enrich his mind and become a better South African. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Joshua. And amazing the messages that are coming through. This one from uh, Divani uh, Maremba, who says. I was one of those kids in the park. And she says, um, in April this year, uh, Ntate Tzedu spoke at my granny's funeral on how she was one of the people who contributed to his upbringing. And, um, you know, so many more of those coming through. Well, it's it's uh, it's heartening. Um, I, I wish I could say I paid them all uh, to call in and say all these, uh, these <laughs> things. Maybe you did. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but uh, I, I I don't go out to say I want to be a good person. I I, I do the things that I do because I I, I think they are right, um, and I rely on my sixth sense. If uh, something doesn't uh, uh, smell right in, in, into my system, I I I don't I don't, I don't do it. Well, we're going to park it there for the time being. We're going to go uh, to news with Kumbuzile Tabete at 8.30. Yeah, Bosakina, looking ahead in the 9 o'clock bulletin, the DA says it's concerned about incidents of intimidation of its members at the University of Forte in the Eastern Cape. But more on that story at 9 o'clock. Now, here's a wrap of some of our top stories this morning. President Jacob Zuma will today launch Operation Pakisa, which aims to enhance the country's standard of basic education. A woman has been injured following a fire at an informal settlement on the Cape Flats. The DA has written to Finance Minister Antlanene to demand copies of documents setting out the financing and feasibility of the government's nuclear power program. And there are conflicting reports on the number of casualties in the college shooting in the American state of Oregon. Earlier reports say 15 people have been killed and 20 injured. But Douglas County Sheriff John Hanlon says 10 have been killed, including the gunmen. More news at 9 o'clock. Traffic on SAFM, your trusted guide to the road ahead. Well, one of the big stories this morning has been the run into uh, Pretoria's Fountain Circle. The uh, traffic.